recording. Before okay, so, no, I just want to tell our listeners that Sim just told me that I'm allowed to talk first. <laughs> Did I say it that way? You, just, you said, okay, Anna, I, I think you should talk first. Yeah, I didn't say you were allowed to talk first. I think, I think you but, should talk first. <laughs> of course I should fucking talk first. This podcast is called Unfair and Unqualified, you <laughs> fucking dick. <laughs> I meant in this one instance. <laughs> oh, God. I can't believe you made Mike record <laughs> just so you can say that to me. I know, I know. I love to, I do love to rib you, but All yes. Right. Anyways. Is it too early to be like, fuck you, Sim? Is it too early no, in, the, in it's, today's you know, podcast? I, I guess our listeners would argue that it's never too early to say, fuck you, Sim. Um... I am in a particular. I, I am feeling particularly spicy today. <laughs> we can't wait. <laughs> but uh, so, dear listeners, we are going to be doing a um, a follow up call with um, a woman named Katie, who we had talked to with on the James Gunn episode, and uh, regarding um, her birth mother. She's she's an adopted person. Well, adopted person. Do people people don't say an adopted person? That sounds weird. She was adopted. Yeah, she was adopted. And uh, she was recently got in contact with her birth mother, and we talked to her, and it was really moving. And um, we have an update, so we're going to give her a call. And if anyone needs to listen to that call again, it's the second part of the James Gunn episode, and it's towards the end. And her name is Katie, and we're going to call her right now. And before, and then after that, then uh, we will welcome our special guest, Phoebe Robinson from Two Dope Queens. But let's call Katie right now. Do you think anyone's ever described me as dope? Yes. No. That's why you're a good friend. I tell you to fuck off and you say that, yes, somebody in the world has described you as dope, Anna. (laughs) One or two. Hello? Katie! Hi, Anna! Hi! How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm really good. It was really. I'm so glad that we we're able to follow up with you. Um, I think. Yeah, I've been wanting to talk to you guys and let you know how everything went. Hey, Katie, what's up? Hi, Sim. Um, so, Katie, uh, so your um, the the James Gunn episode is going to air. Uh, no, it's already aired. It's, it's already, already aired. aired. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 this is where my producer Sim has to. Sim, come on, we don't know what. We're... I just told the listeners that they can go back and listen to the second part of the episode. You hear yeah, a word I just said? Yes, I know because that's because I don't listen to you. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. I listen to Katie. I don't listen to you. I know. I know. Well, let's uh, talk. To, let's talk to Katie. But Katie, I do think that your call. I don't know. It was re- it was one of our most moving calls because it was. Uh, yeah, just so, just uh, just so personal and and uh, interesting, and I anyway. So okay, tell us, give us an update. Well, it was like talking to you, honestly. Like I, I told him later, like it just felt like a huge weight was lifted off my shoulders, and people have been telling me similar things to what you and uh, James had said. But I think coming from like a third party, just it really helped me. And um, actually, not too long after we spoke, um, my birth mom kind of invited herself over to visit my family, and I was finally able to just tell her no and explain to her that this isn't something that. I'm comfortable with or my family is necessarily comfortable with and and she was really okay about it and she was like thank you for being so honest with me but 
if I hadn't talked to you guys, I think I probably just would have been like, oh, no, there's not enough room or I would have come up with all these excuses rather than just tell her honestly what the situation was. And I'm so glad that she, <sighs> she took it well, because that was that was I, I was worried about after talking to you about how she was going to deal with because it, it, that's really the test is like when you're honest yeah. with somebody, how they take it, how they digest it and how um, they sort of move forward with it. And it sounds like she did well with it, right? Yeah. I mean, we haven't been speaking as much since that. And I'm a little bit happier with that just because she was wanting to talk all the time. So we're kind of separating a little bit more. So I, I mean, I'm sure she was upset, but she, she was, she was, I understood, you know, it's, it's your family. I, I get it. So she was, I'm sure she wasn't like a hundred percent happy with the situation, but she was understanding and she respected my wishes. So, well, and that's like, that says a lot about how, what she wants out of the future, like a potential relationship with you and how much she Mm -hmm. loves you is that she's willing to kind of hopefully protect you from her, hurt feelings and hopefully, you know, kind of just move forward and, and, um, and, yeah, I think I think that's good because if because the other the yeah. opposite would have been like her causing a lot of drama, and then yeah, and yeah, I was worried about that, but nothing like that happened. So that's really good. Yeah. So now it seems yeah. like the the thing will be with maybe your your family kind of learning to accept you know the, this position of uh, this person in your life as long as as long as you want that. Yeah, well, uh, speaking of that, I also wanted your opinion. Uh, I was telling Sim, I, uh, shortly after we spoke, I found out that I'm pregnant. <gasps> you are! Yay! Oh, my Congratulations. God. Congratulations! <gasps> That's incredible. How far but, um, along are you? Uh, I'm almost at the end of my first trimester. Oh my, are you feeling okay? Yeah, well, honestly, I haven't actually not like vomited but it's it's almost like i'm hung over all the time like my stomach hurts and i'm i feel thirsty i sleep like 11 hours a day i know that it's like you become awesome, a koala but... bear like you're sort of you're incredibly sleepy it, it does feel like you're kind of stoned except without the yeah. good buzz <laughs> it's like, weird it's so weird <laughs> there's something about that pregnancy brain which i didn't really believe until i experienced it which is which was like Kind of, kind of a weird dullness to your brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a hazy, like I don't know. It's I'm, I'm constantly exhausted and sleeping. I'm trying not to drink caffeine, but on days I work, I just have to because uh, otherwise I'd fall asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and there's so many. I don't know the, the societal pressure about like pregnant pregnant women is really overwhelming yeah. in this country. Yeah. But um, that is so. That's such great news. I'm so happy for you. But, Thank you, but I wanted to talk to you and see if maybe you had some more advice on how I approach Kim and talk to her about it because I want her to be excited and I know she will be, but I'm not sure what relationship I want her to have Mm -hmm. with with potential child. And I mean, I don't call her mom, so I don't feel comfortable with (laughs) any of my children calling her grandmother, but I'm not. I don't know how to like tell her about it, but like reel her in at the same time, you know? I think, um, you know, Katie, what, cause we listened to your call again and again, um, because, <laughs> because, well, like, because I wanted, because it was one of, it was unique because we normally get a lot of like, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend relationship calls or whatever. Yeah. And this was a different circumstance. So we, um, but I think that you, 
my big takeaway is, and I know that I talked a lot about this before, is is that I just think you have to be really self-serving in and yeah, I was going to say selfish in love. Yeah, the selfish in love because <laughs> because this is your you. It's gonna you know the idea of like like holes in your heart, right? Of whether it's heartbreak or missing your birth mother or wanting a relation, like the idea of sort of healing holes in your heart um, is a very personal journey that no one else can really influence you with. And yeah. I, I think that you have to really kind of go with your gut on all of this stuff. And I think you, and I think you can tell her all of those things because you if you can't yeah. have a completely honest relationship, then it's kind of like, well, what's the point at, th- at this point, especially when there's so yeah, much at you're stake. Right. Yeah. And so if you can tell her like, listen, I, you know, I'm searching, I, I don't know if, you know, I, I necessarily, I don't know how comfortable I am if my child calls you grandma, like, how do you feel? I want you in my life, but I'm still very cautious. I want to, I just want to, I just want to be as completely open as I can be because you, because Katie, you have nothing to lose. You know what I mean? Like you only yeah. have a ton of stuff to gain. And I think if you tell her that it will continue to challenge her emotionally Mm -hmm. but that's okay Mm -hmm. because because that's what you know that's what we need to that's the kind of situation that you know yeah that we're in yeah yeah and because it is about it's about you right now and and your future and your child and in an ideal world you know what i would love i would love to like talk to you in four years and you could (laughs) tell me like you know what we had just this incredible fourth of july picnic and everyone was there and everyone was running around. And we all had a great time. And Kim and my mom and dad and everybody got along and it was joyous. And And I think the only way to get to that kind of place of love and acceptance is by your being very honest with every, everybody in your life, which is not an easy thing. I mean, I don't no. know. How, I don't know how to do that. It's easy, so easy for me to say that. <laughs> it's really easy to Easier say. Easier said than done. Totally. But you've already started it. You've yeah. ar- you've already started this. You've ar- you've already yeah, opened no, the lines of communication, and you are honest. You've already so it's not going to be as difficult as it was the first time when you spoke to her. That's right. And you know what? And yeah, now that you're true. setting this precedent of like the establishment of of honesty and and open dialogue, um, it will. It, you'll only get gain strength from it, and people in your life will, you know, not only they'll they'll only love you more, and they'll continue to trust you and trust your judgment. And um, and I'm just, I just want, you know, I don't know. I'm I'm like, am I a little hippy dippy with like the whole? I don't know forgiveness. No, like, I mean I, I, I feel the same way. Then we might be hippy dippy together, but <laughs> <laughs> and you also and and you know I I like we talked about when you called like the idea of the possessiveness of your family because they feel like you're that they're losing you somehow by you gaining this new relationship in your life when right it's only yeah. it, it's not you know it's not that's not how it has to be that doesn't that. That's not how the game has to end or whatever. That's a weird way to put it. <laughs> but um, I just – I'm so happy for you and I think that you're going to continue to just be awesome and I'm so excited that you're pregnant 
And did it come as oh. a surprise? Oh, she just—we just hung up. Maybe she—I think she cut out. Oh, did she hang? She hung up on me because I was probably saying the same thing over and over and over again, like I usually do. <laughs> Wait, where did my phone go? I kind of do, don't I? I was listening to some of the podcasts that we've recorded, and I really do say I feel like way too many times. Like I'm, so. on, like I'm on The that. Bachelorette. That's just you. No, no, no. I do. I say. Because I you're focusing like, on what you're saying. But I feel like. I feel like. No. I don't I think anyone like, else has noticed that. Yes. I'm sure lots of people have. But they, maybe they're too nice to tell, call me I, on it. No. No. That's just, I do you're sound just like, in your own head. Don't you think people nope. in The Bachelor and Bachelorette say that a lot? I, I See, I haven't noticed that. I feel that. like you're just a really good person. You're talking about me or you're talking about in general? No, I'm not talking about you. Oh, okay. Fuck you, Sim. You're not a good person. Oh, <laughs> uh, looks so we can get her on. We should just say Anna that. Sim. Hey, Hi, sorry about that. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I think it was my it was my uh, my computer. Uh, okay. Anyway, Anna was saying. Anyway, I have no idea what I was saying. <laughs> I started going on a rumble. I was asking there. if I should tell her I'm pregnant first and then like break. The relationship news to her or maybe like plant the idea in her head about not being grandmother or whatever and then maybe telling her later I'm pregnant. I'm not sure the best way to go about it. I think or if tell, it really is the best way. I think I think you tell her that you're pregnant you're you still have uh, you're still sorting out all of these things um, that you want her in your life but you're just not quite sure how to take it so if you know, like what sort of intensity level you want right now. So I think just, just, I think keep her informed and then you can sort of talk about the title. You have time. You have time. I mean, I think you can, you can be patient. Yeah. You're, you're okay. Yeah. I mean, she's going to be thrilled. Everyone in your life is going to be super excited and they want, you know, that title, especially because she may want to, because she wants to have you as, a, a, a daughter again or something maybe I'm maybe that's overstepping my I don't know but um no she she has referred to me as her daughter to other people before. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Right, right. And I'm sure that was hard on your parents. But um, but I think I think hold off potentially on the idea of, of the title um until until like the all the information is fully digested and because you're you're still getting to know this person and so she still has to continue to prove to you that she is trustworthy that she has your best interests at heart and um and that you know your mom is going to be your child's grandma and so yeah. um but I don't think you have to necessarily give her that news yet i think 
I think she'll she's just going to be thrilled, and she might get carried away for a minute, but that's okay. Let, like ride yeah, it out so I'm for worried. a minute. I'm worried she's going to be like, oh, I'm going to be a grandma. Right. Well, yeah. So yeah. she should let her let her. Um, she should <laughs> yeah. let Kim enjoy the moment for a while. Exactly. And yeah. then and okay. then you can say, listen, um, in terms of what my child's going to call you, I'd love to think of because because my mom will will be grandma. Um, but yeah. I would love for you to have a special title. Like my mom to my son, Jack is she wanted to be, instead of grandma, she wanted to be Yaya, which is the Greek uh, version of grandma, which we're not. My Greek. mom decided she's going to be Baba because I told her while she was in Italy. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. So, you know, so maybe, maybe there can be like a compromise. Maybe it doesn't, maybe your yeah. child doesn't have to call, you know, Kim, Kim, but maybe there can be like something where that you know something that you guys are both comfortable with um where yeah. she doesn't feel uh overly possessive of your of your child or at least it, it keeps no, you No, that's a that's a good idea like a nickname or something yeah yeah that you guys both agree on and and like i said though uh, like the idea that she's you guys are going to con- you're going to continue to test her and she'll continue to either prove or disprove her commitment level to you and or you know what i'm saying like if she reacts yeah. with a lot of uh drama a lot of neediness then then that's uh, you can take a step back and as- then assess from there but if she is like you know what i really respect that um i want to do whatever you want to do whatever you're comfortable with then she'll prove herself as the kind of person that you really want in your life so it'll be kind yeah. of an ongoing. But she has so far, so. Yeah, yeah. But oh, I'm so excited, Katie. For we you. are so happy for you. I want to know. Well, okay. Thank you. First of all, are you going to find out like the gender? What, what that, I think that happens like. Yes, 14 my weeks? husband and I have a bet. <laughs> what do you guys think? You you don't have to. Whoever tell us. wins gets to name the kids. No. Wow. Way. I think it's a girl, and he thinks it's a boy. I hope it's not a boy, but we'll find out. <laughs> we got some time yet. I think the woman, I don't know. I don't know. There's so many old wives tales. I I felt like oh, I knew. I know. You knew it was a boy, Anna? So annoying. I felt like I knew you, what about Chris? strongly. He, he wanted a girl. Yeah. Or at least that's what he said. Okay. But, um, but I really had this strong feeling that it was a boy. I just, I don't know. And I have no basis for that. Right. And I... But I've never been wrong before in my whole life. <laughs> you haven't. That's oh, true. So. <laughs> Katie, keep in touch with us. Well, can you tell me what I'm – I will, I will, guys. I'll let you know what I'm having and how it goes with yes, my kids and, and everything. We want to send you a baby shower gift if somebody's having a baby shower for you. I want to oh, – Yeah, so K- Katie, send, oh, send so me your sweet. address. Email me your address. Okay. And then we're gonna, and then Anna's going to send you something. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. Oh, I have to tell you, my mom and I were obsessed with that. It was funny. And like when uh, we would meet new people, we'd be like, oh, hi, it's nice to meet you. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> that's <laughs> pretty that good. That's Everyone pretty good. We were insane. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of lost a little bit. I don't quite have the gravel that I used to. Um, Has anyone I, ever done that to you? Like, I'm Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Yes. I, Especially if there's like every once in a while there's like a brief period where it gets like shown on I don't know Comedy Central or something and then there's a little brief wave where people will come up to me and be and growl at me (laughs) 
funny. All right. Katie, we love hearing from you. And I appreciate the advice. You guys are great. And I hope more people call in with a wide variety of issues because you can help on all kinds of things. They always do. But Katie, wait, listen, will you do me one last favor? Will you please, like, I know I don't know your family, but will you please, like, give them my love and and best wishes and I'm just so happy for you guys and I uh I know that I know that as soon as the dust settles at least I want to believe that as soon as the dust settles of all this new influx of emotion and and craziness that um that things will be lovely and it's all going to end up all love the third act of a movie Right. <laughs> I think so. Isn't that think how life usually ends up? <laughs> every, every, everything ends up roses. Everyone's, everyone's happy at the yep. end. Of course. You're rubbing noses. It's, <laughs> it's always like that. <laughs> okay. Well, please, if you feel will, like sharing with me, we won't we won't have to publicize it, but if you feel like sharing with me when you find out the gender and everything, I'd be, I'm super excited for you. But it sure, is. I can do that. <laughs> it's a super. Be prepared for the most boring time of your life. That's another conversation. We'll get into that another time. Yes. Another talk, another chat. We, we need to get you some good, great TV shows. You probably already have them. Okay, apparently Anna wants to talk for another half hour about the oh, TV okay, shows. Okay, sorry. Well, oh, no. Listen, <laughs> fuck you, Sim. Okay, Katie, congratulations, and we love you. Thank you. Thanks, Katie. I love you guys, too, and I'll keep you posted. Thanks. Bye. Oh, she's sweet. That was amazing. I she's, love it that she's yeah, pregnant. It's amazing. It all worked out. Look at that. Your advice. I don't. Good job. Well, thanks. It also helps when a penis enters a vagina. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. I'm talking <laughs> about the first part. <laughs> all right, everyone, enjoy Phoebe Robinson from Two Dope Queens. Yay! That's when I always right. do that stupid, fucking dumb thing where I need to fill the silence. Oh, are we still filling the silence? I don't know, Sim. I can't. At this point, we I went always to the theme need song. to fill the silence in my head. <laughs> I'm terrified of death. Me I guess too. I think about like, it all the time. You do? You think yes, about it all the time? I do. I think it's why I'm a workaholic. Because if I keep working, then I can't like settle into. I feel it the same much. way. What's your like? Do you want to talk about the like the worst weight? to die for you oh gosh the worst way to die by the way phoebe robinson oh hi yeah before we launch into some heavy shit hi phoebe hi <laughs> i'm so annoying no 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 nobody's more annoying than i am okay. <laughs> the worst way for me to die i think would be to drown in my own blood like i bleed out within my oh. body See, I think that that and like choke, so... I'm like gurgling on oh, it. Oh, gurgling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I don't want, I don't want the airplane terror of like, right. I don't want that feeling. That is seems like a, a, like a plane crash, like a plummeting. I the feel plummeting. like the thing is, I have noise cancellation headphones, and I always pass out on planes, so I think I wouldn't even know if I died. Oh, that's good. Because I like fall asleep, like listen to the Hamilton soundtrack. So the I'm oxygen like, masks I'd be dead be are coming down. Everyone's screaming. I wouldn't notice. You wouldn't it. know. There's you wouldn't. No, I'd be like Alexander. You know Hamilton. what would be? <laughs> like I just would have no idea. What's I gonna. admire you for that, but <laughs> if you were my seat partner, I would want to be holding your hand. Yeah, and you would be like mm, all blissed out, <laughs> and I'd be like, why? 
work and dying next to the blissed out person. <laughs> this could not get any worse. <laughs> but the thing is, like, whenever you're like on a plane, people like when they pass out snacks, like no one ever wakes me up. So I miss all the snacks, like all the cookie. They're, they're, they're not great, but like I want it. I'll wake you up. Oh, you what? But we I totally even, would. Honestly, you're like what? You're first class. I'm like straight up coach by the bathroom. I and someone just boom boomed in it. You know, <laughs> like it's not good. I got to tell you, I have been known to. Um, I have I have a, like a flight attendant fantasy. Like a, okay. Like I'd like to be that person. So I have been known on several flights to pass out. I get I I ask the flight attendants if I could pass out the snacks. <gasps> That's awesome. I like that. How many times have you done that? Yeah. I've done it three times. And uh, it's been, it's amazing because nobody, nobody, they're so focused on the snacks. They're not looking at me. So nobody like registers, whatever, like anything. But for me, it's like this position of weird power. I don't know why. I totally get that. You do? Yeah. Yes. I totally get that. This is Jamie Lee. Oh, yes. By the way. This is Jamie Lee. She's a stand-up comedian, writer. On the upcoming HBO show, Crashing. <gasps> Hi, friends. Um, I just <laughs> wanted to second what you said because I you. very much understand that. I think there's a lot with wearing a uniform, yes. controlling yes. when people listen to you and when they don't. Totally. Um, also, like having a thing to give that people need. Yes. And are like waiting for because it's not just a snack; it's like a piece of excitement. Yes, on your very mundane, but however many hours long flight. There's so many like Hudson News and like CNBC stores. Like, I don't need your water. I don't need. Oh, your see, peanuts. I need that water. I never. I always. Uh, you gotta hydrate. You gotta get a liter of Fiji before every flight. I get my Fiji. It's so heavy. I get my blanket, and it is like twelve dollars. It's twelve dollars, and it, I complain. It's like seven bricks. <laughs> I complain about. I'm like, this is bullshit. But I also need water to live, so they oh, right. get it. You know, they understand. Well, I admire your hydration abilities, Thank you. guys. Um, <laughs> dear listeners, I have two incredibly funny and gorgeous women to the right of me. Ooh. So thank you guys so much for being here. Thanks Phoebe for having and us. Thanks for having us, Anna. You guys trekked up, trekked up this hill. It was lovely. Into, like, yeah, the creepy. It was like, great. We it were. Is, it's a little bit creepy up here, though, isn't it? Oh, no. no, we were. The only thing is, like, everyone was just making just like horrible this was, like, driving decisions. Yeah, it was like this isn't Fast Furious. Nine. This guy like, this in is, a Lamborghini you know, straight up just like took up the whole road. Yeah, and we were like, that's not how yeah. you drive. Yeah. I hate him. Yeah. <laughs> It was probably Tyrese. It was Fuck funny because I honestly, when I saw the car, I thought it was like a Azalea because it just had that, right. that that vibe to it. And she then can't afford that he drives by that. and he's just like a schlubby dad. And I was yeah. like, all right, well. Do you yeah. guys know that I just learned today that Tyrese has a, um, a Benihana grill that's right. He does in his house. <gasps> That's true. In That's the, cool. He has an actual uh, Benihana that uh, would you learn that from Aziz? No. Uh, one of the bachelor party guys. Yeah, no, because Aziz is friends with Tyrese, and he and he had posted on Instagram at the Benihana. Like, like he has an actual Benihana. He has someone that comes in with the hat and everything, does okay. the flipping. And but my question for the wow. ladies: yeah. Yes, you get invited to Tyrese's <clears throat> house, right, for a private party. I'm packing the lube. What okay, else? so <laughs> yeah. but does on the it. Benihana grill turn you on or turn you off? Because for me, I would feel like, man, I bet a lot of girls have been, yeah. They've been like splayed Sliced out and diced on and that Benihana grill. <laughs> Hopefully it's not turned on, but you right. know. Yeah. Like, 
I wouldn't want I it. I will say. I wouldn't want it. If he, <laughs> if he did a trick. Yeah. I'm, I'd be like, I'm listening. No, but it's like on the episode of like Sex and shim- City when um, Alexander Petrovsky like made the pancakes. Like Carrie mm-hmm. knew he was making pancakes for tons of bitches. Yes. You know what I yes. mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, come on. What? I'm oh, not saying shoot. I'm gonna like peace out like Tyrese's house. But okay. if a guy makes pancakes all of a sudden, you're gonna assume that that he makes it for, for all the girls for that character because he was a smooth operator. This was uh, Mikhail Baryshnikov. Is yes, that? Oh, he was. Yeah, he was yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought she should have ended up with him. Didn't they end up together? No, they did like some. She was just like, oh, I can't, you love your work so much, and he's like, yeah, dude, I'm a workaholic, and she's like, I can't, I can't do this, and then she like broke up with him, <laughs> and then like he like accidentally like hit her. They added that, that in. So they, unnecessary. They added that in to make her him a monster, but it was literally like he was walking was away. An she grabbed him and he just turned around and like lightly grazed her. What face. was her reaction? She was just like she, she held her face right. like like he was a monster, right? And it was like he didn't know. He just turned around because she grabbed. Did him. he apologize right away? Yeah, he was like, oh, oh instantly. And, yeah. So it was an accident. It was a right. complete what's her, accident. What's her deal? Why was she? So, I don't understand. Was she? She was probably looking for something. Right? It was just like she was alone in France. Right. She was, you know, sort of feeling abandoned right. by yeah. this guy, and then on okay. top of eating croissant every yeah. day with no man <laughs> on her on her arm i think it just got to a point where it's like yeah. oh and you accidentally slapped my cheek like i can't right. deal yeah but it was like such a low stakes slap like it was such a phoned in last minute rewrite yeah 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 you just you could tell they like <laughs> love the really show, want love the show of course i'm obsessed with the show i went mm-hmm. through a, a breakup last year last summer and I watched the entire series we talked about this yesterday yeah to like that get over it's my the breakup. most cathartic series you'll ever watch yeah yeah. Did you like the movies too? Um, the first one was like okay. The second one was an abomination. Mm-hmm. So bad. It felt very much. They were like, we're gonna go to another country and be like, women have to dress like this. And it just <laughs> felt very. It just felt very like privileged American to be like, this is a weird cu- culture. And I'm like, but that's like, it's crazy I remember trying, that that yeah. movie got made. Yeah. I remember trying to. Wa- I it was on HBO once, and I was, remember trying to watch a novel. And there was this, the scene was that they were uh, on in first class on some like uh, um, I don't know like airline from mm-hmm. the United Arab Emirates or yeah, something. Sure. And, and it was like the and it was just they were just talking about how amazing the first class is and like all the. And I'm like, oh, this is what the whole movie is going to be. I mean. Can we not forget that they straight up rode camels? Yeah, I know. They I rode died. camels. I didn't get to that I part. I died. Oh, and I'm pretty camels, sure. I mean, I only yeah. saw it one time and it was whatever, five years ago when it came out in the theaters. Was it that long ago or more than I that? I think it was more. It feels like it was probably like 10 years ago. Anyways, yeah, I just remember, I vaguely remember like, I think it was like Miranda or whoever just like fell off a camel. And I was like, is that the big set piece? Yeah. Miranda yeah. falls <laughs> off a camel? I'm sorry, but like. Poor Miranda. She always gets it. <gasps> um, she gets a shitty wardrobe. It was probably Charlotte. It was probably it Charlotte. Was Charlotte, who, she's the, the one who got diarrhea in Mexico was probably yes. Charlotte. And that was funny. I remember laughing at that. That was, um, that was, was that the first movie or the second first one? That was movie. the first one. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, they yeah, weren't yeah. in Mexico. I found out they filmed it in Malibu, and that kind of oh, bummed they did? me out. It kind of bummed me out. I wanted <laughs> them to like baby. actually go on location. Me too. They can afford to go on location. Yeah, it's yeah. not like I mean, not with their self. They're not. It's not an indie. It's not you know slam dance. It's like <laughs> a, you know what I mean. It's Sex in the City. You can afford to shoot in Mexico. Oh I can't even. Oh wait, wait, wait. What? I want to get back to Sex. We were talking about Sex in the oh. City. Were you we were a Sex and City fan? huge okay. Oh, okay okay so this before oh. we can't talk about anything else i know this is your podcast <laughs> no, no, no. but i i, I, I need to this. know what kind of person you are okay. are you team aiden or team big 
I'm team Aiden. I'm team Aiden. This yeah, is why we're I'm best team, friends. I'm team Aiden. Yeah. Aiden was the guy from my big fat Greek wedding. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that guy. Yes, John Corbett. What, yeah. what? But didn't she break up with him because he got fat? No. no, she was no, a dumb Sam. hoe and she didn't. He was like, <laughs> I love Carrie, but she was a dumb hoe, right? He like had his own business. Oh, I mean, he was so yeah. successful. He, like, made he, her, he woodworked. Yeah, he I mean, made her a something very primal chair. and sexy about mm-hmm. that. He wanted her to meet his parents. Listen. He like had a cute dog and she was like, oh, you're going to go away on business. I'm going to go fuck my ex in our bed. You know, no. can I, can you're, I yeah. throw out something else? What yeah. if there was a fictional Mark or something? <laughs> Mark is maybe not, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but maybe, because remember when they went to the cabin yes. and Carrie wasn't quite happy? Listen, I would. I think I would have been happy in that hot cabin with a sexy guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think. That's I, when they got back together, right? Yeah, that they was went season to the cabin. four. That was right. season four. They made a yeah. huge but deal. But she didn't like it. No. But also, she didn't try. Like, who goes to the cabin wearing a fucking tutu from the opening credits? Like, you don't. She do did that. try to make an apple pie, but I was so confused why she needed milk. Because right. if you're most pies don't need milk. don't meet, need no. milk. No. Do you remember that? I do remember that. I also remember how how big was like dating. He was, big was dating an actress, like an MTV star. Yes. and she was like, he just needs to come up here to talk. Yeah. And Aiden allowed it. That like, was the why big would you mistake. break up with that, that man? Was the big He's mistake. so understanding. He let the guy that you cheated with yeah. come to the woods yeah. to cry and but, like ate your fucking like pot roast. But, like, listen, ate dinner. Let's give Carrie. Not any credit, but at least relatability, because we've all liked the worst person. Oh, for sure. Right. right? Well, and it's like, also very real that she didn't choose the right guy. Right. right. That feels yeah. very real. That was actually accurate. It was pretty profound. Yeah. Yeah. just at a place maybe I'm too old but I, I feel like I'm at a place in my life where I want some kind of related I either I need things clear right I need like my villains on the real housewives yes yes or and I need the people I root for like mm-hmm. you know the bachelorette <laughs> like I need see I don't watch that I can't get into that oh it's so dumb but wonderful no. really yeah you know okay. what okay this is gonna be a goal of mine okay I uh, it's <laughs> think you don't okay. watch it actually thinking that they're really falling in love Mm -hmm. but the fascination is the lack of adjectives (laughs) and also in like watching these people truly get kind of seduced by the process and kind of feeling like they are really convincing themselves that they are really falling in love and it's like how much of that and there's is there's a lot of helicopter but how shots. Much is how that like, <laughs> you're like a lot of drone shots also. <laughs> but that I feel like that is like the Kardashians is heavily scripted and I feel like the Bachelor is also heavily scripted. It has no? to be. Do you watch that show Unreal? I it's in my queue. I know I it's, really it's, want it's to see it. It's fantastic. It's really it's great. great. Is it a drama? It's, it's a drama. Okay. It's uh but it's you know behind the scenes and it's, it show, shows how the producers kind of manipulate the storylines. Mm. Right. Um, oh that's and, awesome cuz I'm so fascinated in like what how were you coerced specifically? Right. Right. I love I love they the have, bachelor like, and the bachelor but the un, like unreal whispering is great. in your yes. ear like fall in love. Yeah. Right. And so they like take people aside and they have to yeah. to like two or three mm-hmm. contestants and they have to groom and coach them and like, wow. like maybe you should talk about like the loss of your mother. 
Like <gasps> that's you know. crazy. Can I tell you? Yeah. Yeah. I the only reality show I was ever on, I was on uh, season seven of Last Comic Standing. Oh, I was on that tune. And how was it? Fuck that show. <laughs> well, so With I a giant kill boss. Okay, well she had a so it was great. It was it was great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I will say it was right before the semifinals, and this was I was like two years into stand up, so I was really like, I need this. Like it was literally my whole life at that mm-hmm. time because I was like part time nannying. Like I needed a break, you know. And so I remember it was right before the semifinals, and this producer came up to me, and I I think I had a Red Bull which was really stupid, but I always want to be up and awake. And I already had Me so too. much natural <laughs> adrenaline that I should not have had a Red Bull on top of like my body's natural Red Bull state that it was already in. And so I drink the Red Bull and I'm like feeling all these feelings and feeling all like, oh my God, there's so much pressure, there's so much pressure. And then this producer gets in my face and she's like, you seem a little, you seem uh, a little stressed. No, And I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm about to go on. And I just like kind of unloaded on her because I was feeling it was all right here in the front of my head and oh. the front of my mouth just like needing to spill out. And I started crying. <gasps> and I will never forget the camera swooping in because they were just waiting for someone to break. Oh and of God. course, they aired me crying. And it was I so embarrassing. That. Yeah. Oh, no. And it was like, it's, and then I got eliminated too. So it was like on top of it, it was like, cool, I made it to the semifinals but then i get eliminated and they have footage of me hysterical it just was like anti-comedy that's terrible you seem a little stressed oh it was that's an awful person yeah that's the same kind of person that's like oh are you tired yeah or the same person who's like you need to relax you're like do i yes yeah yeah like <laughs> no. You need to calm down, man. Like, that is ma'am. that's a that's a manipulative yeah, mean that's fucked person. Up. And it's funny because it was a comedy show. So it's yeah. this weird thing of like, oh, like shouldn't it just be about us like either killing or not killing up there? Like then there's this behind the scenes narrative yeah. in addition. So it's like, oh, she was kind of she got eliminated and she's like a weak person. Yeah. <laughs> I was auditioning like, okay. for a pilot back like when I first got to town and um I was like, I knew it was like down to like me and like two or three other girls. And uh, I was terrified. I went in for the network and um, I walked out of the audition room and the casting director followed me and she said, okay, so they like you, but you are way too nervous. (gasps) So I want you to come back in and don't be so nervous but you're like i wasn't like, nervous oh i was terrified and now you're making me oh, way more nervous. i knew that i was incredibly anxious Jesus. but i didn't know how to like stop my neck and head from shaking oh my god but i didn't know how to i mean what like who's this like don't don't be so nervous that's okay? like someone saying like control yourself yeah, yeah. you're like oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> In a weird way, it actually, I, I, I felt, I was so proud. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a proud person, but I felt like determined then. I was like, all right, so then I have to, I'm going to be acting on top of acting on top of acting. I'm going to act like I'm not nervous. Oh, my God. And then I'm going to act like I can play this call. <laughs> oh, my God. Whatever, but... Yeah, no, but I don't know. The audition experience, like that, that I whole I hate auditioning. Is, uh, I hate it. It's, does it get easier? I don't know. I think you get more adjusted. Like mm-hmm. your skin just gets a little thicker. Yeah. I mean, I've had some really like rough feedback. Um, 
one time I was told that I didn't have enough soul. Oh my! God. I mean, I was definitely I've definitely been told Kill like, yourself. Not like, what, how enough. can you say like, that to someone? Yeah, but but yeah. like at least like with the physical stuff, it's like okay, I can kind of those are things I can't control. But not enough soul. Absolutely. How, how do I gain more soul? Yeah. What do I do? Um, that felt like unknowable. That's yeah. one of those things, though. If someone told me that I needed more soul, I would be like, tell me what you mean by that and how I'm supposed to achieve that. Right. Because that's not a tangible yeah. thing. Right. That's like saying like, hey, like, Anna, just like be God. Right. Just like or be <laughs> yeah. everything. Yeah. You're like, but I'm just me. Yeah. That's crazy. That's it, crazy. Talk. And it also felt patronizing because while I've been incredibly fortunate in a lot of ways, I've also, like all of us, gone through like the own the journeys of like heartbreak and rejection and being and, an like, artist and like feeling like the most unattractive person through high you know, like all like all of the stuff that normal people go through that <coughs> builds us as people and so for that it felt like I don't I I, I felt really. In a weird way, I kind of brag about that rejection more than anything else because yeah. it may it it does it feels like I know I I, I have experienced pain like everyone else, and isn't that what creating soul is about? Is sort of is the idea that you can empathize with other people or identify with other people's struggles because you've lived through a degree of I don't know. Heartbreak and pain. Sorry, yeah. Sim. This is supposed no. to be a comedy podcast. No, no, but I I'm trying to get to like a place where you are in terms of just like I. So many things I go out for are like sassy black assistant, oh, sassy God. black best friend. Where oh. it's like, it's like you don't hey, know me, girl. I can. I'm not qualified to be an assistant, but I can tell you your shoes don't match. It's like <laughs> just shit. It's like. What yes. black person oh would ever God. say that in a fucking job interview? What totally. black person would ever say that? Regi- so Regina, it's crazy. Regina Hall and I did like I, I kind of grew up in LA doing the scary movie series, yeah, yeah, and yeah. she was like my black best friend, right? And we would talk a lot about this idea, and it really made yeah. It's like of course it was on. She was she's way more fucking funny than I am, and. And like it, it was, I, I, she was always, she was never, she was so gracious that she never really like revealed too much of her hand, I think to me mm-hmm. about this stuff. But of course it's like, yeah, the idea of like the black best friend is so, so fucking cliche. Yeah. It's so annoying. It's very simple minded. And I think that the idea, the future of Hollywood will be in, um, interesting casting, Um, really people like Mm -hmm. thinking outside of the box and I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. 
so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I've, like, never auditioned to be, like, a love interest. Never. And I've been auditioning for, like, four years. Not once. I have to, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Not that I'm, like, the hottest person. I'm not saying that, but I'm also, like, I'm a person who has sex. And, like people date me like why is it like not in the realm right. of like possibility right in hollywood yeah you know it's I mean? so crazy yeah i do think that we have i i feel optimistic i think because we've got people like you know melissa mccarthy and amy schumer and like people who are like hollywood doesn't old hollywood doesn't want to necessarily believe in mm-hmm. that are now like like creating a different narrative yeah for women i hope that's how i feel about um lena dunham i -hmm. think that uh like i had a i don't know i was having a conversation and someone in the conversation was like yeah you know like they were saying something about her weight and i thought it was really interesting because i was i was like i i don't want her to change and i don't want her to cover up i think everything she does is so important for women. Yes. Like, I really think she's yes. important. Whether you are a fan or not, I mean, it's not yes. the point. It's, like, important. Huge fan, and you are completely right. I'm a huge fan, but I'm saying, like, yeah. Yeah. You just, I think it's, like, it's really, like, awesome to see someone who's challenging the ideals. And it is frustrating, though, that it continues to be a surprise to yes. people. Like, yes. what? Like, Oh, this person could be successful. This yeah. doesn't. This does not compute. Yeah, and um, the way people are just like outraged by like oh. they look like just saying like the nastiest thing. She I talks know. about it in her book how people like say the nastiest stuff to her online and stuff. I think it's her book or something. Maybe I read something on Lenny Letter, but it, it was his. Yeah, what? It's like what? Sim as a man. Mm-hmm. What? What? Are, who are these? Who are these miserable trolling people? Yeah. Come on, Sim. Yeah. <laughs> Speak for them. Break it down for us. Because <laughs> I, I find it confounding. Who are these people that are like, are they are they really like city? Are they the basement people? Who are these people that need to spread a lot of hate around the... I, they're just not getting laid, right? I, I think so. I think that, you know... It has to be that. that are just a lot of hiding behind. It, it has to be something like that. I mean, that's the only explanation I can mm-hmm. give for that. I mean, it has to be like a combo of like sadness, loneliness, and anger. insecurity. Yeah, it's like my life is not where I want it to be. I'm going to then attack others. So they feel as bad as I do. But then moment, there's this thing you know? of like, you know, and then there's the term haters. So they know that there's a label for what they're doing, but then they still do it. And it's like, do you just want to fall under that category? Like, are is there anyone who's like a self-aware hater? <laughs> yeah, I know. Who's just I like, yeah, like, I'm, hater. yeah. Like, yeah, I guess his name is Letter Donald H. Trump. H. <laughs> yeah. Donald Trump is a proud hater. He is a proud hater. He, like, loves it. Oh, he's like a WWE, like, villain. Like, he's he a total really heel. I'm shocked he doesn't have a snake around his neck at all times. And, like, comes out to fucking smoke and, like, you know rips off his like shirt white snake blaring yeah. just like he's, Final boots. he's a goddamn monster he's disgusting uh, he's the worst he's literal garbage but you know and the, but the I thing can't. is is that 
But he's and so then, hot. No, I'm just <laughs> like, oh. oh my god, he's my big. Sit on my face, Trump. Sit on it. <laughs> yeah, I want the curled up lips wrapped around my cheek. I just love rosacea. I guarantee you. I guarantee you he does not go down on his wife. I guarantee you. You think he ever has? I don't think he does. I think he thinks he's above it. Mm-hmm. I think he does. Oh, he's, like she goes up on him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, bring your hips this way. Yeah. I don't bend for you. <laughs> no, I think he's like, yeah, I don't think he reciprocates. I think Melania gives him like the saddest blowjob. She's like, you know. Maybe she outsources too. <laughs> oh my God. That would be amazing. You know, I would. Yeah. Be like, no yeah, honey, here's your ambient. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. You get you just get some go, go on in there. Can I tell you? you? Put put a wig, brown wig on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed with Ivanka Trump's Instagram. She is, is like that the, is What that is his, she what does she do on her Instagram? Is that that's his daughter, she right? She does. Yes. Well, so she I remember when I was growing up, I was obsessed with um I remember she was on the cover of 17 or she did a spread for 17 and I just remember thinking she was like the most beautiful person alive. So I started following her just thinking like oh so she's so beautiful, but then she also like I can't even explain it. It's like extreme whiteness to a point where like everything she's doing is just so removed from the rest of the world but she tries to make it relatable so she'll be like on a golf course like ho- she like she'll do a quick video where she's like I'm hosting the PGA da, da, da. and then she'll like make a comment like and if you if you're out there golfing this weekend it's like no one's golfing this weekend <laughs> you know what I mean I think her and Oprah are like two sides of the same coin because probably Oprah's Instagram is great like she has this massive oh, garden, garden and she like had this like giant basket she was like look at all my gourds it's like oprah the fuck no one else has gourds but it's so funny because i feel like martha stewart used to take those types of photos and she'd have like her gardening gloves on to be like see i dig things out of the ground i don't have a digger and it's like no but you probably do have a digger also (laughs) you have a digger on staff yeah yeah i guess that loss of perspective is and maybe i don't know i don't know i hope someone tell it like I don't know if I ever fucking... I don't know. Like I think you can lose perspective if you're, like, still a good person. Like, Oprah's very philanthropic, so it's okay that she's, like, does a commercial where she talks about bread. Like, it's a revelation <laughs> for anyone to like grains. Like, she's very much like, I don't think you guys get it. There's a thing called bread, and I fucking <laughs> love it. And you're like, yeah, no, we all do. Like, we all love bread. She has such a strange relationship yeah. with bread. I know, but she's so great. I, I mean, I, I, yeah. I very much identify I with her. her relationship with bread. Yeah. Whenever when she, because she's, it's clearly like her Achilles heel. Yeah. That's why I'm she's just so. Weird. And I get it. Yeah. I get it. I feel the same way. Yeah. Like she's one of those people, a celebrity that I saw her once, and <gasps> Where? Um, at the Oscars, because Chris was <gasps> oh like, he was, uh, what was it? Oh, it wasn't. It was one of it. Uh, was he presenting for like best makeup totally yeah and uh and oprah was like kind of like a few like well i don't know maybe 30 feet away from me and we had like a sort of a brush past (gasps) and um and i just wanted her to like me so badly i just was overcome with like a tidal wave of like please oh god please oprah 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 like me i know she did i know she did no i don't think she did did you okay what happened happened? did you say hi to her yeah i said hello 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 what did she say (laughs) she's like hello like like (gasps) no no i don't think i mean 
I just was like, was she moving somewhere else or did she actually engage you? No, 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 no. She was sitting there and she was annoyed probably that I was trying to walk over her to go to the bathroom or something. But, um, which would be annoying. Um, but I did feel like, okay, Oprah doesn't like me. That's but, not uh, true. I'm, I'm going to get I'm gonna move on. I'm sure Oprah loves you. Yeah. No, I don't Oprah imagine. Did, I'm not on Oprah's radar. Oh, yes, I'm you sure are. You I are. think you Do are. you guys think that Oprah has I bet, seen yeah, I'm, yeah. No, House not, Bunny? Maybe, House Bunny. <laughs> maybe, not ha- maybe not a scary movie, but I'm sure she's oh, seen House my, Bunny. My more yeah. important work. Let's go back to the hot chick. Yes, she totally thought that too. I'm just saying, I didn't know you knew who I was. You're Oprah in in my world. Yeah, you're our Oprah. You're oh our my Oprah. God. When you guys started your podcast, I immediately called Sim. Really? Yeah, I was like, we. What do we do? We gotta like figure this no, out. No, I was. I was. Well, I was Tito telling. Queens I was telling Phoebe earlier how angry I was about Aww. your about this about your podcast. I'm like, who are these women and. They're ahead of us right now in the rankings. What the fuck are these people? Wait, we were ahead of you? Oh, you're always ahead you're of always us. You're always ahead really? of us. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy town. I know. I'm mayor so of crazy town right now. I didn't well, listen to you for a while, and then I finally listened to you guys. I'm like, oh my that's God. That's why we're going to drug you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Who knows no. what's going to happen from you're there. Gonna, you're gonna you might that. never leave here. <laughs> but but after, uh, after, I lis- after I listened to, to your yeah. podcast, I just thought these... I mean, Jessica and you are just absolutely brilliant. Oh, I mean, two thank do- you. Two Dope Queens is one of my favorite podcasts, and I'm a, I'm probably one of your few male listeners. Too. We actually get a you, decent are you getting a good amount of male because they sh- they should be listening to your podcast. We it's have amazing. a lot of gay men, obviously. Um, shout out to my gays. I hate when people say they're like shout out to my gays. It's like such a <laughs> I hate straight women in their relationship with gay people because it's always like gay my it's gay like best kitschy. friend. He's like my <laughs> accessory. It's like fuck you. He's a person, right? You're his, but you're his he? accessory. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, I we have like such a great just like fan base. I think of like very diverse backgrounds and like, um, yeah, everyone's just been wonderful. You know what's amazing though about what and not to like generalize too much about heterosexual men mm-hmm. because we've had some amazing like dudes on here, but there is um, a bit of like an unwillingness for. A heterosexual man to laugh at a funny woman. Oh my god, yes, that's like what it's like for Jamie we and I to do stand up. It's really, it's really hard. It's hard for them. Mm-hmm. Really, I don't find that problem at all. Men think it's you threatening. Never, you, I know you're entertained by me, but you don't laugh in general that much. Yes, I do. Oh, stop! Anyone okay, that's listening to the podcast, right no, I'm not no, going to try and do, laugh. Do a fake but laugh. Anyone that's listening. <laughs> <laughs> That's my fake laugh. But anyone that's listened to this podcast knows that I'm laughing throughout. I'm usually laughing. No, it's true. I mean, you are my partner. You are like you were like the person who was like, we could do this. So I, yeah, I know that you're you're the. Well, you're the also role. extremely hilarious. You're hysterical. Thanks. That's very true. You're, you're one. You're one of the few people. But, I'm not talking about you know. You make me laugh so hard all the time. Thanks. I also think yeah. that you're responsible for men starting to realize that we're straight men i think that's mm-hmm. what we're talking about mm-hmm. uh that they are like that women are in fact capable of like being funny taking charge right. yeah being center stage and being a funny force my theory is that uh, is that a lot of men are maybe so focused on what their next calculated move is mm-hmm. when they're talking to somebody that they're attracted to so they're not listening to anything that a potentially funny woman is saying because they 
they're just like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to stroke her leg right now. Right now. Or like, what, yeah. like, what, like whatever. It, but it's also I, like society has you know what I'm I'm like, You're looking at me. No idea what you're saying. <laughs> I'm going to stroke her leg. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm uh, not, yeah. like, I'm just like tuning out to everything she says. Yeah, the but thing, I also think it's like societal conditioning in that like men are the funny ones. And we're women, the gigglers. Yeah, women laugh and get penetrated. Like yes. that's like what we mm-hmm. do. You know what I mean? We're there so, to like we really up. won. We're like we? emotional. <laughs> we're like emotional fluffers. We yeah. just like want to make them feel great. Exactly. And but it's like we're funny. Do you notice like when you do stand up? I feel this way. Like sometimes if there's like an all male actually happened last night, there were a bunch of guys at the improv and then I went up and I felt this shift of energy in the room where I had to be like, it's okay. Yeah. Like, I know that I'm the first girl you've seen up here tonight. And I almost, sometimes I'll address it. I'm like, I can feel the shift in the room. I'm a girl. I'm about to make some jokes. It's okay. Yeah. I know that's like, you know, a bit of a change up, but uh, yeah. And I feel like they, and they laugh at that. They laugh at me just saying, like, I'm a girl. I'm the first girl you've seen tonight up here. What a relief. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Because at least you're like, Okay, listen, you might not be used to this. Yeah. Yeah. I love, that's brilliant. Yeah. Thank you. It is very, have you ever done stand-up? No. Yeah. It is, uh, I don't know, it's very like, it's weird. It's a weird thing to do. But like people when you get think addicted about it, to it, right? I love like, it. It's literally like, it's the thing I will <clears throat> always come back to. Yes. Which is how I know, it's like I can stray from it. I can be like, oh, I'm like, whatever, like writing a pilot right now or like, you know, trying to act or whatever it is. And then I'm like, oh, but I'll never not do stand up. Yeah. I'll never it's not like, have it's like stuff comfort. to joke about. Yeah. And, and it's also, yeah, it's so cathartic. It's so great. But what about when, when that disastrous night happens? The, where people it's aren't fine. responding it's fine i you still mm, get the courage to go back sucks up and like, for sure like i was trying to put myself on tape for something so i record like a half hour oh, set putting yourself on tape is the worst, it's the worst. You're, you're you're almost guaranteed no. to not do well yes and so i had to record like a 30 minute set and i just ate a massive dick for 30 minutes and like i knew like a minute in, i was like yeah this, this is, is i'm gonna not, eat it i'm gonna yeah. just eat it and then you do and you're like all right whatever like it sucked in the moment but it's like i'm gonna do like thousands of more shows i'm not gonna let this define me i'm gonna lick my wounds and i'm gonna go back and Mm -hmm. do a show tomorrow i always wake up sad the next morning almost like as if i had like had something like had a lot to drink the night before that kind of Mm -hmm. hungover sadness that you know you'll pass eventually but like that's how i wake up after a bad set i feel like and then it diminishes throughout the day and i'm okay again by night but it's always like a sad shower that morning more frequently in the mornings (laughs) 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 here log in Log in. Or whatever. Your can, I, can I do some promo stuff while she's logging in? Fuck yeah. Okay, she's so. Log- yeah, do your, yeah, go for so it. So, T-Dub, um, Phoebe Robinson, T-Dub Queens, uh, and WNYC Studios. Great podcast. Downlast, download and subscribe. And I also have a book coming out October 4th called You Can't Touch My Hair. Yes. By Pl- have you seen pictures of the I cover? Ha- I, I, I read a little bit about it. And oh, yeah, you did? Uh, yeah, yeah. We we're, were going to ask you about it. Oh, tell, yes. Tell okay, us, so no, tell we us, can wait. No, wait. We'll do it right now. Okay, we're going to start talking about it. Tell I'm us so about the book. It um, it's an essay collection. It's my first book ever, which is very exciting and kind of crazy and weird. And uh, it's about like race, gender, pop culture, and some personal stories from my life. My obsession with Michael Fassbender. He's going to be my husband. Um, 
I want to talk to like I like the idea. I love the idea. I'm fascinated with the idea of identity mm-hmm. and like the idea that people wanted to touch your hair. Yeah, and it happens a lot. It just happens to black women a lot. Is it that is that a thing mm-hmm. you think? Because mm-hmm. people always want to touch my pussy. <laughs> but I don't know if that's just a white girl thing. have a couple of people waiting for us though so. oh okay. yeah let's call them yeah we yeah, should okay. talk to them yeah let's do it let's head them out okay i'm so excited all right See, i love it when sim gets nervous nervous has anyone so- like not picked up and has gone like to voicemail yes, yes all <laughs> yes. the time yeah it happens oh, all the time yes. yeah and then we and then anna leaves messages with the guests it's great <gasps> that's awesome and <laughs> who is this this is morgan morgan's 22 and she's in connecticut okay so Hello? hey morgan it's sim hi morgan it's anna hi and guess what? Hi. Phoebe Robinson yeah. from Two Dope Queens is here as well, and so is Jamie Lee. She's an amazing stand-up comedian. Hi. Hi. Oh, hi. Hello. Hi. How's it going, Morg? Oh, it's good. You know, I just finished my Game of Thrones episode, so it's all good. Oh, I don't watch that show, but I heard it's great. I hear it's great. I heard yeah, it's great. You have to. Yep. I have but to I, But it. I need to prep you on it. I'll tell you about that later. Okay, cool. Great. So, Morgan, you and your family are worried that your brother is about to marry the wrong person. Oh, no. All right. So, Oof. we're going to yeah. get into it a little bit. Tell us a little bit more, and we're going to try and help. So, my brother's been dating the same girl for about five years now. And at the beginning of the relationship, the girl additionally liked one of his friends, started dating him. But when she found out my brother had a car job, money, vacations, homes, and things like that, she began being interested in him instead. Mm-hmm. So our family was a little put off by that, you know, uh, seeing him go from one friend to the next. And then once they started dating, she ended up cheating on him. <gasps> and um, then uh, he stayed with her, but um, he then started choosing her all over um, instead of our family over his friends, spending all of his money on her. And... Um, we just thought she was some kind of gold digger using him for what he had for also the wrong reasons. So is- that led to like fights with my mom and um, he ended up moving out of our house and in with her, her parents' house. And um, he got onto bad terms with us. So we didn't end up really talking to him for about a year or so. He didn't really stay in touch much. And, um, that was that. But over the past few months, we've actually reconnected a little bit. They now live together in their own apartment and we're able to actually like be friendly. And um, he pays for her entire, their entire apartment rent bill, going out to dinner, vacations, presents for her mm-hmm. laptops that she ends up getting stolen. But um, he has a great job where he can afford to pay for these things. Um, he works for our family business for my uncle. Mm-hmm. And he makes a good amount of money for such a young person. And he's actually going to inherit the company when he gets older, which she all knows about because he tells her everything. And um, so recently we've learned that in order to see my brother, that we have to get along with her because we don't want to go back to how it was when um, we didn't get along with her. We didn't see him. I'm sorry. About a month ago at dinner with them, we um, were just sitting around and they were just talking with us. It was all fine. And um, the girlfriend brought up how 
she doesn't believe in marriage, and she would have kids without getting married, which fine is that, but I don't think you should really plan on doing such a thing. But um, she also said that she wouldn't sign a prenup and that mm-hmm. she wouldn't mm-hmm. be opposed to divorcing the future if it didn't work out. So if um, she wouldn't be opposed to just divorcing him and not having a prenup set up. But um, so I, my question is, how do I talk to my brother without pushing him away because he knows what their rocky path with his girlfriend that we don't think the best of her and because we just got on good terms with him we don't want to then push him away i have some follow-up questions is this his first like serious girlfriend yes it is actually now it makes sense now it makes sense he's only what 24 how old is he yeah, he's around 24. She's mm. younger than I am. She's about 20, 21. He's, what, is, what is she... I mean, it sounds like she's not really doing anything right now, but are they in... Is she in school? Well, she goes to online college and she works full-time. Oh. But she claims that she pays for, like, the um, electricity bill, expenses, and things like that. Do you... I wouldn't know. I don't... I don't have their finances, Do you think, but. like, is it, is it a personality thing, too? Like, is it, like, when she's hanging out with your family, she doesn't jive? Or is it, like, she's a monster? Well, yeah. Well, when they first started dating, she was very shy, and that didn't help. We kind of wanted someone, like, we just heard these bad things about her. She cheated on him. You know, she's using Blake, so she didn't really have much of a personality. So it's hard to really get along with Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. And that's what kind of it all stems from. He's hypnotized by the vagina. That's honestly, as that sounds (laughs) crass, but that's what it is. This is his first serious girlfriend. He's probably had sex with like maybe one or two other people in his life. He thinks like, oh, this is like what love is. Like, I provide everything for the other person and like they can treat me however. Like this is, you know. But but Phoebe, I I totally agree with you. But I also think that that there's a really sticky situation here because what um, also is happening is she may be being like um, feeling threatened by his family. Yes, Mm -hmm. I actually thought that too. uh, So you have to be like I think that you have to be really, really, really careful, mm-hmm. and because I was in a relationship, we've all like most of us have been in a relationship where we don't want to hear it from our friends that we don't nobody we don't want to hear the bad messenger, we don't want to hear that like oh yeah yeah you're dating an asshole, 
And also, as the man in the relationship, there is an obligation to protect his girl. Right. right. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. not even That's man in the relationship. I don't want to make it, but it is, there is a, there's yeah. an obligation for him to, to, to have a, uh, especially if they're, sorry, they are, they are married or they're about to get married. No, but they're very mature for their age, so they're headed uh, that way. They're, they're no, they're they're yeah. actually about to get married. They're about to get married. Yeah, I, I mean that's <sighs> such a tricky thing because his his you know if when you get married it's like you're starting your own family and mm. so he probably feels caught between a rock and a hard place. Is there a letter? Could she write a letter where it's it here's like, the thing? I as a guy, he, he's not going to. He's not going to listen. He's not going to. He's not going to want to hear any. Ha- unfortunately, I honestly I think you have to let him make this mistake uh, that's not, he, he will not listen to anyone i can promise but you that at the very least if she wrote a letter saying like i love you so much um i and i i want i only want your happiness in the whole wide world um and i can't i always want to be very close to you like like it doesn't even have to be anything critical. about her uh, yeah yeah it, almost just be, like i'm here for you yeah, yeah. just like just simply something that's like that could just be so she doesn't have to be a bad guy in any way but something but like a rock that he could count yeah. on it's Can a nice it's a nice gesture i don't think it's gonna work yeah, i don't think it's gonna it change might not work it. no won't. but, but, but he, at least in good. reflection yeah yeah. He could look at that letter later on after the divorce, a messy right. divorce happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that he could be like, oh my God, my sister had my back. Yeah. Like, I do I, like the letter. Also, I will yeah. say, uh, I was joking about cheating as an option earlier. Uh, it's clearly a joke. <laughs> but I will say that the cheating is not that alarming to me considering how young they are. I think that, yeah. I mean, I had a very serious boyfriend in college and I kissed another guy and I never even told him about it. Now he's probably listening, but I want to hear about it. Um, was it tongue? But, but full tongue? There was some tongue. That's and, hot. uh, yeah, I, I just think, up. I do think that when you're younger, <laughs> I think you, I mean, even, I think she clearly like wants to settle down now, but I don't, to me, there is an element of growing pains when you cheat on someone when you're in your early twenties. Right. I, I just yeah. don't, I'm not saying it's like a good, it's not a good sign. I'm not like advocating for that behavior because who knows, it could be a pattern that we see later on down the line, right. it's but it's not, it's not hitting me in a way where I'm like fearful. Right. For if me. she was like 45, that's absolutely. different. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like 23. Or they, yeah. Or they yeah. had a kid together already. Something yeah. I would it'd be different. But. Yeah. But I, I, I like the letter, but I think you kind of have to be like, all right, he's a grown-ass adult. He's going to make his own decisions. Mm-hmm. This is going to suck, but I will be there mm-hmm. for him when the relationship falls yeah. apart. And, and that's what he's going to cherish. I will most, say I the like. fact that she's, you know, having a discrepancy in income, that's a normal thing. I think it is, it is, I don't, I'm not, again, I'm not, a, everyone has their own dynamic where maybe one person makes more money or maybe you guys are more equal players or whatever. But I do think that, um, the fact that she does have a full-time job and she like, you know, it sounds like she's not just like sitting there. So yeah. I don't know. I yeah, mean, but I, I, but I think she might be waiting until she, she get, until, until she, until she gets that, that, that wedding ring. She's and then trying after to that, trap him. And after talk. that, yeah. then I think, I don't know. I mean, right. what, what do right. you, what do you think Morgan? Do you think that she'll just continue to work after she gets married? No, well, she's going to try to get pregnant immediately. She... <laughs> Uh, yeah, Sorry. well, that's the thing. She always says she wants kids very young, yeah. so that's a red flag Man, too. But if he can, she if goes that's to online what... college, and it's kind of the cheapest, quickest way to get a degree, which 
you kind of think, what, what are you trying to get this degree for? But I don't know if she just doesn't want to put the effort for it because she knows she's not going to need a job type of thing. But if that's like their agreement, I don't know what you can. Yeah. Yeah. It, but, and I will yeah. say like, so my brother has been he's been through a few different relationships and I was always really protective and skeptical of his his girlfriends and wives and you know with some degree of good reason but also they were actually really wonderful people and but I wanted to view them as kind of awful people because I'm I love my brother and I wanted to be like kind of a more important woman in his life. Mm. Um, not to say that you're like that at all, but that was my I like I now realize that a little bit more. There's like a protective element. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, well, that's really we healthy of you to admit that. I could never have admitted that. Like, but I don't know. I we're a close family unit, and yeah. uh, I guess when we saw him with her, he kind of changed his personality. So. We didn't think the best of her because here he is completely changing who he is. Yeah. So that was always an issue too. But yeah. now with this prenup situation, we don't want him making a decision he's going to regret, especially if he's already told him all of her opinions. So yeah. I don't know why he would be okay with I her think opinions about it. Sadly, this is kind of out of your control. Yeah. What is your What does yeah. your uncle think? The the his his boss, your your uncle. Um, I'm not sure. I haven't talked to him. My uncle is my brother. Is there a relationship? Is, is it just a business relationship or does he talk to him about his personal life as well? Does, does he, do you think no, your uncle? Always, they've been very close because my dad died when we were young and my uncle kind of stepped up and was kind of that male figure for my brother ever since a young age. And mm. my uncle gave him a job when he turned 16 right then and there. And, um, they have much more personal relationship. And I think my brother has his ear because my uncle would be the one to say, you need to get a prenup through here because he's done the same thing with his wife. Would that be something you'd be wanting? Could you talk to your uncle about that and just say, look, I don't know if you know the, the ins and outs of their relationship personally, but but um, he's heading down a, a wrong path here and, and he needs help. And is and I know well, that he trusts you. Sorry, sorry. What are, you, what are you thinking, Anna? I think that's a really good idea, but I also think that the strongest move as a woman is to try to um, endear herself to the fiancé. What will that do? I'm confused by that. What, what will that do? Then if she has the trust of her brother's fiancé, and then then she can actually try to figure out like it'll be much she'll be able to figure out like if what the motivations are if they are really true or if they are really false i think she thinks and, they're tr- i think i mean i think it's evident that they're true like she's not with them for the right reasons but i do like befriending the fiance because i think she very much sees it as like it's me and bay against his family which is so yeah. hard. Which is hard because he is now in the middle. And he's going to take his fiance's side. So I do like you extending the, the olive branch and being like, all right, it's not 
either or. It's a more powerful position. Right. And like we are, if you guys do get married, we're going to be family. Yeah, you have have to to, unite. We have to figure this shit out. Right. So I do like the going on the offensive and not like being fake, but just being like. Best defense is an awesome offense. Yeah. And just be like, all right, we got to, we can't keep operating like that. There's also, I will say like, I just got married and it is interesting, like over the course of our like wedding planning journey, families do feel this need to as opposed as opposed to like unite forces like we were just saying they go into this war mode where it's like why is that the only why is that the default option that we're just all not going to get along and i think there it there's a there's almost like um it's almost like a hazing period where families like can't they can't just merge seamlessly and effortlessly it's Mm -hmm. like we have to hate each other on some level and then if we can get past that we're gonna be in the clear especially with like the golden child like oh my my god yes i mean my mother-in-law is the sweetest woman in the whole wide world and she was so she has been so amazing to me but i also know that like and my mom too with my brother like there is that motherly thing of like oh I have raised the golden child yes. and in you. That is woman, exactly my like, husband and mom like, dynamic. You want to come and be a part of this? I do not think so. Right. Mm. Right. So yeah. Like, my my mother in law's the most amazing. And I felt the exact same that yeah, you can it's palpable. It's like I, I had <laughs> to do I had to do oh I mean like a lot of like I mean my mother in law is unbelievable. But she, but but I did feel like this is my du- my duty. She didn't require it from me, but my duty is to like, okay, I have to make sure that she feels safe with me, that I protect her, you know, son, that I understand that her son is the most glorious thing that has ever walked the earth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. And I, you know what? And now, as a mother to a son, oh my God, there's. Oh, some unlucky girl maybe out there <laughs> that I'm going to be like, okay, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, right, you prove it to me. You're going to prove it to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It's it's kind of human nature. But I don't know. So here's so I guess my my takeaway advice, and please, you guys, let me know if you think this is right or not. Would be if you can find it in yourself to reach out to her then I think you will end up with the upper hand because your brother mm-hmm. will your brother will appreciate that gesture hugely and uh, because he'll feel like he has like a comrade and like a partner. And I also think that um, if you can, yeah, if you can sort of extend an olive branch like you guys were talking about, like, to her then she'll feel safe with you even though you might not be the safest person which i think is awesome you know what i'm saying you guys know what I'm saying. totally yeah i yeah. like that i agree with that for yeah, sure like we we got a game of thrones at this shit yeah right? <laughs> oh yeah yeah keep your enemies close yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. completely yeah. but but also well, with love so though i don't know with yeah. love Good luck. I mean, this yeah, is really this, this, is, this tough. is really tough. He's gonna do what he's gonna want to do, and, mm-hmm. he, and and you know what? And 
it's not I'm I'm gonna I would bet money that it's it's just it's not gonna work out in the long term. Yeah. But I think that that they're both young enough. I just hope that he doesn't get her pregnant. Um mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, and but I'm sure that it's not going to work out and he'll learn from it and he'll look back and he'll say, hey, you guys were all right. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, people just have to learn the they lesson. They have to learn yeah, the lesson. Yeah. They have oh to my go God, through it. I did. Yeah. I did as well. I mean, and I feel like hopefully I'm a better person because of it, mm-hmm. because of that mm-hmm. hard lesson. Yeah. But but I wouldn't listen to any of my friends mm-hmm. when they tried to tell me that yeah. I was dating. A look, who, who? I didn't either. No, yeah, of yeah. course. And I lost a lot of money. <laughs> really? Yeah. Jeez. That yeah. sucks. Mm. Yeah. It kind of does. Yeah. But it was also, it was really good. It was good for me. Yeah. Just not so great for my parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they could they have had that money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Morgan, hey, listen, best of luck to you. And let Please us know say, how yeah. it goes. And thank you so much I for will. hanging out with us tonight. But in your Thank conundrum, you. it's so nice talking to you all. Thank you for the advice. Of course, of course. I'm a huge fan of your podcast. Keep on, keep oh, on. Thank Aww. you. Good luck, Morgs. Good luck, Morgan. Thank you. Bye. I, I do Bye. think the idea of being the messenger, though, is it's the worst. It job. is a yes. struggle. Oh my god, you can't do it. You can't do it. You you're, can't you're be right? vilified. You can't. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like, because we've known each other for a long time, and. There are times when I felt like we both have felt this way. Like, wait, like, why didn't you tell us that person was mm-hmm. not a right. great person for us? Yeah, it's, and, it's hard. You can't. Yeah, and we really both difficult. have like been like, well, we both uh, were too. I don't total, know. I mean, I weak or weak. I I don't know what it's it just. Oh because, just because you want to be the messenger. Because of that. also, like, you also don't know the ins and outs of someone's relationship. Yeah. I want to ask you guys. Yes. Okay, so let's say Donald Trump is... I'm just wondering, like, what racist would you rather sleep with? Oh, this is interesting. I like this question. I like this a lot. Yeah, this is great. (sighs) All right, so... Uh, I mean, our founding fathers, they're all pretty much racist yeah. and sexist. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. all we had was fucking Betsy Ross. Right. I know. I mean, she sewed a fucking flag. Like, <laughs> that's all we have is our It was, like, very American. busted looking. Yeah. It evolved yeah. well, it was, but it was like this is, run. Yeah. This is, yeah. It, felt it had very, a lot of, like, contrast stitching. It was, like, true religion <laughs> jeans. Like, I know. It was just a lot. <laughs> it was like, this isn't for your Etsy <laughs> business, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who's your favorite American racist? <laughs> you went from like would you rather sleep with to who's your favorite american racist um, probably mel gibson Ooh, that's a good that's one, a really good one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's a good racist he yeah. is and also kramer because it's kramer yeah yes. he was great on seinfeld Two it's very, like, very i overlook racist. it it's gross yes. but i overlook no, it no really i don't yeah. I would get really annoyed with the applauding. Watch, I still watch Seinfeld. I can't let I it I love ruin Seinfeld, the but I hate the applauding of like, like really every time we have to like, like 15, oh, every time he enters, in yeah, the, yeah, like yeah. you know, seven to fifteen seconds of applauding, yeah, and while we all calm down because he entered again. <laughs> like, that's so funny. Uh, where are some racists? Like, give me some. There's Donald Trump. Yeah, they everywhere. There's yeah. Mel Gibson. Donald Sterling. No, fuck that guy. Uh, okay, well, well, okay, Benjamin Franklin. 
Should we talk found, founding fathers? Alexander book? Hamilton. Was he racist? No. Totally. They all, they all were. They had and, to be on yeah. some level. Andrew Jackson is the king yeah. of like yeah. the worst. He is. I, don't I mean, think he I did get a, a large favorite. chunk of land from the French for us, I guess. Oh, you know what? I changed mine. Paula Dean. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, her, I will say this. She's an incredible racist. She's I will a say this. racist. Yeah. My dad is super woke, which means he's like like up on like race issues and everything. He's so smart and like he's all about like Black Lives Matters and everything. And then when I went home for Thanksgiving last year, he was making a candied yams recipe from uh, Paula Dean because it's really fucking good. I bet it was delicious. It was del- so it's like, I get it. I I'm get it. She right sucks, now. but that recipe was really good. Yeah, she doesn't know how to be appropriate, but she understands like butter. Yeah, so I was like, I get it. Yeah, I she get might it be my favorite because she's kind of harmless. Like she hasn't enslaved anyone. No, she's just like she's, a, that's she's the just worst like a southern kind of racist puppet. though. Is the harmless one? <laughs> I think it's I've, like the yeah. seemingly harmless racist is like to me. It's like it's all good, but she like doesn't. <laughs> Like, she doesn't have any, like, power. You know what I mean? Not anymore. Yeah. But even when she was, like, on Food Network, it was like, what was her, like, what? She couldn't do anything to anybody. Oh, her cookies could, like, save the world. Yeah. Or also, like, send you to an early grave because it's <gasps> oh, just you guys. <gasps> yeah. Paula Dean in Syria. That's what we need to do. Ooh. Let's send Paula <laughs> <laughs> to a Syrian refugee camp. Oh, my God. That would be great. All right, I'm definitely going to wrap it up right now. Oh, yes. yes. So please subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a review. <laughs> follow us on Twitter and on Instagram and on Facebook. And we're not on Snapchat yet, but um, we will be soon. But thank you so will much, we? dear listeners. We love you so much. We Anna wants to say you. something. Oh, I just want to say, um, I do. while I do have large labia and uh, I'm very insecure about my areolas, um, I do love you all. So thank you. Good night, everyone. Oh, my God. Bye. Bye.